You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the People's Podcast. It's your boy HJ on the mic. I'm your homegirl, Miss Age Michelle. Hey, y'all. It's Amber Nicole here. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to episode 29 Ooh. of the People's Podcast. Oh, how quickly those youngins grow up <laughs> not the youngins yo we was just at episode 21 talking about how we're legal to drink and now we're at episode wow, 29 that was eight weeks ago. two months ago two months. Stop, y'all stop thinking about kids okay. right. Right. retirement we need to settle down i hope we got a pension <laughs> a 401k right. something do you have some type of savings? Because right. Social Security is about to be over for <laughs> us. Over right. But thank you. If you are an existing listener, we want to thank you for your positive energy and your feedback. If you're new to this, then sit back and relax, buckle up, and enjoy the listening. Hey, I like that little intro, John. That was good. <laughs> it seemed like you practiced that. Oh, you know, I had to do a little something, something. So what's up? Let's get into the um first segment of our episode. Um it's called Happy Hour. And what Happy Hour is is just us sitting back and catching up and making sure that um our accountability partners are okay. So if you are listening to this on a Sunday, I wish that your week is Filled with nothing but positive energy and success. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this in the middle of the week and your week is not going too well, I want to say, hang on. You got a couple more days and you'll, you will be okay. And if somebody's trying to check you, send them to HJ because who going to check the people's podcast? <laughs> But interesting. That was, that was interesting. But you know what? F- put your glasses up and cheers to y'all. Cheers to y'all. If you got a cup, if you got a a glass of Chardonnay, Henny, Pinot Grigio, put it up to the sky, or a bottle of water, or even a cup of coffee. We want to say cheers to y'all and thank you for tuning in to another episode. Cheers. What's cheers. up, y'all? Hey, friend. Hi, hi, hi. How was y'all week? Um, since I'm I'm sitting to the right of you, I'm just gonna go next. Mm. And well, I'll go first. Yes, that's what it was. Not next. Uh, I've had a pleasant, pleasant, pleasant week. I guess. Um, last weekend, I had the pleasures of attending my alumni weekend. It's been eight years since I graduated from undergrad from. Uh, the University of Temple in North Philadelphia. So Temple University, shout out to you. Today was actually the 139th commencement. So I wanna say shout out to the class of 2019. You have done it. You now know what it is to be what they call Temple made. Um, And I'm sure that we will see you youngins next year at Alumni Weekend, like y'all been there. But it's fine. It's fine. Um, I did have the pleasure of of going to Alumni Weekend last weekend, and it was ever so sentimental for the most part. Um, 
my RA, my freshman RA was there. She actually texted me today <clears throat> and she was like, are you finished crying, bitch? And I was like, <laughs> I think so. But I got to see my RA from freshman year who has been a super duper impact on me. Got to see a lot of people that I went to school with. And I mean, like we party like we did when we was freshmen, sophomore, juniors and seniors. Like it ain't mean nothing. And a lot of us was over, over 30 some of us, there was some youngins there, but like when you walked into that joint, you know you was at a Temple University shindig because we gets down. It is a wave. It is a thing. Whenever we link up, it's like it's like we never left. So it was good to see some good old faces. Um, it was good to just be in that vibe again. It was good good to be in the city of of Philadelphia again. Um, Philadelphia. It, I'm telling you, when it's it is truly the city of brotherly love because once you form connections with people in Philly, it's like they're your brothers and sisters. And no matter how far you guys can be apart, the connection is always there. So I felt that um i went to i visited my old church while i we used to live in philly bright hope baptist church shout out to bright hope for receiving me and my friends as they did um they they know how to make you feel at home and so that i was appreciative of that if i could speak for myself um then uh you know this week that weekend I, I was feeling a little under the weather um and i felt the weather as i returned home and throughout this week so i've been under the weather but thank god i'm still here it could be worse and it is not i'm actually feeling the best that i have felt within the past 72 hours so that is a good thing i'm grateful for that work has been work nothing else has been new um pardon me Every every week is a little bit different, so you know it is what it is. Amber. Oh, so my week, uh, well, my weekend was very dope. As Asia mentioned, we went to Temple, had a grand old time. We went to I haven't been to like a club club in years, and I must say I had a time there. Um, being in that kind of atmosphere definitely took me back to 07, 08. Um, the nostalgia was, was real. Uh, go ahead, friend. Just, My bad. Because I, I, I didn't think I was going to interrupt you. <laughs> I'm like, this is a twist off. I could just. That's fine. We, sh- we should have did that before. Um, thank you. Appreciate it. What else? So that was cool. Um, I definitely want to go back to Philly. Shout out to Louie Louie. Definitely recommend you guys if you're looking for a brunch in Philly. Um, beautiful vibe. Um, you know, beautiful backgrounds for pictures. Like, it was just a really dope place to go to. Um, and the food wasn't half bad either. Um, also, I would like to say shout out to, what was it, Bright Hope? Bright Hope. Bright Hope Baptist. Um, I didn't know we were going to go to church on Sunday and I'm so happy that we did because it was literally a catalyst for my week. And, um, I was telling my co-host that like my final thought today is really, even though I gave them basically it earlier. Cause like sometimes you have stuff on your heart and you just got to like get it out. So like my final thought today will be a testament to how my week has been and, like just what's been going on in my life like thus far from January to now and like how life comes full circle and like it's just really crazy so I I I know one of the messages was from Sunday was that we need to get out and talk about how 
exactly how good God is and I don't have any other platform that people listen to me uh, willingly so uh, I'm gonna use this one and tell y'all exactly um, how real and amazing um, he is and has been for me but I'll save that for my final thought but other than that my week has been phenomenal I did take a uh, personal day today not a personal I took a mental health day today um, just because I needed a little bit of a break and I got that break and I'm here now with the homies and looking forward to a nice Mother's Day weekend. So happy Mother's Day if anybody's a mom and listening to this on Sunday. Up. <clears throat> so my week, um, just like everyone has said, uh, I had the pleasure of going to Temple University. And it was like, it's crazy because um, I, as an undergrad, I didn't really travel to any outside um, universities, but um, I did travel to the universities within locally. But it was like it felt like I was an undergrad again, traveling mm-hmm. to yeah, different fun. universities, and it was like meeting new people and just like enjoying the time, enjoying the vibes, and it just felt like just like AJ said, it's just like. It was like a blast from the past. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a very, it was very, very good. Because, (laughs) and and, you know, the people during our times, yes, there were different misunderstandings and different things like that. But at that moment, it was like everybody was there for the same purpose. And I really. Just happy to see each other. And it was very, Mm -hmm. it was like a joyous occasion. So I was happy to be there with my friends and just have fun and jokes and things like that. So it was like really, really good. Um, my week was, whew, Lord, like, I'm just so happy to be here on Thursday. And like I said, um, in my intro with my accountability partners, because like, yo, it was a very, very trying week because I have finally sent off, um, the audit paperwork that I need to, and now is under evaluation. I mean, let's hope that um, it gets there safely. If it doesn't, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was able to pass off that stuff, and once I sent it off to the mailroom, it like was a breath of fresh air. But um, I just felt drained as soon as I handed it off and all I did was from the time I handed it off to my office I just shut off my computer and went home and went to sleep Mm -hmm. because I just felt like at that moment in time I couldn't give nothing else and I just I like today I feel so good um see my friends see they smile they sexy um Miss Asia Michelle sitting up here with her dad with her do a cut <laughs> a new, new cuts cut. <laughs> <laughs> a new color a new angle ah uh, yeah that was something else but yo we are sitting here um I had a very very trying week but you know what I'm I'm happy to be here with the people amen Uncle Rod how was your week my week was pretty good yeah Mm-hmm. It was at Atlanta this week too. Last week too. Oh, and last week and the weekend. 
that Uncle Rod was out last night. I'm gonna have to start watching Uncle Rod like I watched my father. Where you going? What is you doing? What time are, are you, you gonna be back? finished? Well, well, what's the address? I'm coming to. Right. Because y'all just be outside. Uncle Rod be out. And I just don't understand why Uncle Rod be out so late in the evenings. <laughs> yes. Take you gotta go to bed. You tired. Go to bed. Uncle Robbie out. I mean, if you're not tired, then you're going to be tired the next day because you be looking like, what did I do? No. I'll be clocking my father. I'll be like, Daddy, what time are you coming home? I don't have those nights. No. Well, that's good. You cool. Yeah. Well, that's good because I drink and I be tired. Oh, it's I, amazing! I would be great. Yeah, it's amazing. You feel like you could do that every day. Mm-hmm. When I was not drinking for not drinking for Lent, as I put my air quotes, like it was like, oh, this is how this feels. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. This is how it feels it's not amazing. to have it over. It is, it is Word. Amazing. Um, the next segment of our show. Um, and we usually do this about every other week. This segment is called Thriving While Black. Um. This is a segment of our show where we highlight someone black um, that has done something noteworthy that we should just pay some homage or give some recognition to. Uh, I believe the first one on our list was um, the homie Common. He's one of my baby fathers in my head. Just (laughs) I I love Common. And in my head, we have a child together. So what about Common, Joe? Yo, he just came out this week with a new book entitled Let Love have the last word and uh i felt like we should honor him in thriving while black because you know he articulated himself because he was on the view this week and in a way whereas i feel that was very inspirational um he spoke about um how when he when his daughter told him she felt like she was she felt that he could have been he could have done a better job quote unquote um at being in her life mm-hmm. and he did explain his first his when he first heard that he was about to like come back and come back and say the reasons why he couldn't be in her life and make it not really excuses but more so like um like have his back on why he couldn't be in her life but he listened to what he what she said and that's all she wanted was to for him to listen and him to do better Mm -hmm. and that's what he's been doing thus far and he spoke about how i'm going to therapy has helped him um throughout his his journey and Mm -hmm. not only making himself better but making his daughter better and i just feel like yo Yes, you don't have to do anything prestigious and be um you don't have to like come up with the latest thing to be honored during Thriving While Black because mm-hmm. it's just you're thriving to not only make yourself better but make your community better Absolutely. because um I see Common as an influential figure in today's social media mm-hmm. and the fact that he took the stand to took a stand up to make himself better to show us black men that yo you all you got to do is just listen Mm -hmm. and you don't even have to come back and it's okay to just listen because that's sometimes what women children 
and even men want to hear, mm-hmm. want want you to do. So I mean, like, yo, my tip, my hats mm-hmm. off to you, Mister Common, because like, yo, you doing your thing. Absolutely. Um, my thriving while black this week goes to a young man who I'm not sure of his first, like his real government name, but his Instagram handle is T underscore wavy underscore. And I came into contact with this gentleman on yesterday evening while attending an event at my baby sister's school. Shout out to my clear state university. Uh, the NAACP of that university gave an event entitled don't touch my hair. And it was an event like glorifying, Uh, black hair the different patterns and curls and you know ways that it comes that it comes in they had a wave contest they had an (laughs) afro contest like they had vendors there there was a young lady doing hair there she did a whole nice long braided ponytail in this lady in this girl's hair was very beautiful all black vendors there was also um two black barbers giving out free haircuts which is why joe gave light to my haircut early i got my haircut yesterday by uh, t wavy um and i am glad that i was able to come into contact with him there was another barber there who looked very well established he was a young man as well but he already has his own shop so he had all his supplies capes and everything and t wavy was there he was using a plastic bag he made into a cape <laughs> for people to get their hair cut he had his own little clippers a mirror like very simple setup and you saw like everyone gathered around this other gentleman and i'm not knocking this other gentleman because he's a black man as well who was very well established to be so young and have his own barbershop um so kudos to you um, but T Wavy was there with his simple setup, and you know this other man had all these customers waiting to get their hair cut by him, and T Wavy really didn't have a line. So I decided to go over there and get my hair cut, and he did very decent. He took his time. He was very um, customer service friendly. He was very respectful. I always appreciate a barber. Um, because I'm a woman that cuts my hair at the barbershop, I always appreciate when my barber takes my earrings off of me. And he did just that, took my earrings off of me, um, you know, made sure I was comfortable, asked me how I wanted my fade, how I wanted my sideburns. Like, and that's very friend, like friendly of a barber because some barbers will cut women's hair like they're a man. Um, but there's barbers that know how to cut a woman's hair because I'm a girl. Right. Right. You know, so he was very courteous of that. And for him to be so young and do all that, I, I thought that, you know, those are the, the foundation. Those are the keys that you need to instill in yourself before you, you know, you branch off and do this big thing. If you can do this thing by being respectful, knowing how to treat your customers individually, that will speak into how you serve your customers when you actually do get big. So I really respect T Wavy for that. I'm sorry. I don't know your name, sweetheart, but. <laughs> Um, I did end up giving him $10, even though he was giving out free haircuts. I was like, you just doing this for free? They didn't give you a stipend? He was like, no, it's just something I love to do. And actually, if you go on his Instagram, you can't even see any of the pictures. If his pictures, you only can see, like, I guess, on those Insta story memory-like type things. He got some pictures of his own haircuts. Mm -hmm. But he's not even broadcasting it because, and that told me that's truly something he likes to do. Mm -hmm. It's not something that he's not trying to market or anything to anybody. Like, I, I love cutting hair and so I'm here doing it for free for other people you know I'm not trying to make a business out of it maybe he will be down the line but it's something he loves to do and if you're able to do that and give out free haircuts for an event 
of this purpose, it says a lot because a lot of college kids cannot afford to get their haircut. Right. So you sitting here giving out free haircuts. Kudos to you, young black man. And I hope that you keep that same sentiment as you get older and start making money that you remember to give back. But I know that I appreciate this haircut that I got because mama needed one child. And he cut my hair very nicely. I appreciate you. I want to say kudos to you. Good luck to you. You have all of my information. And so as I can help you i definitely will because that's what we need to do for each other shout out to you t wavy word up word shout up word out up to you. i mean because you know like honestly we we are amongst young entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and the fact that he is tapping into his love mm-hmm. um i pray that let no man come against your love of if it is cutting hair let nobody tell you anything differently because when people see that you are doing what you love, they are so quick to chop you down like a tree. Absolutely. So I just, I, I, I ex- amplify mm-hmm. your sentiments, Miss Michelle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, cause when he told me that it, it kind of reminded me of like my own craft with podcasts and it, it, for, for the, you know, or being on air or talking to people through the airwaves, you know, like I've always said, if I never got paid a dime doing this shit, I would still do it every day or every week. You understand what I'm saying? For him to sit and not even broadcast his shit means that it's something he truly loves. Right. Knowing he could capitalize off of it, whether you pay him or not, he's still going to do it. And you have to support people like that because whether they're a cosmetologist or a barber, they are creative. Right. You know, they are a creative person and cre- true creatives will continue to be creatives whether you put in a dollar in their pocket or not. Or not, yeah. And people don't, you know, older people, they don't really understand that. Like, if you can't make money from it, then why the hell are you knowing it? Because it's something that makes me happy, yes. period. Right. So shout out to you. And shout out to Common for being my baby father in my head. Mm-hmm. He's everything. He's just a, he's a glorious black man. He really is. And I can't wait to read this book. I'm really interested to read his thoughts. I probably will just get the audio book, though, because I like the sound of his voice. Because I'm sure he's going to be reading it. <laughs> I'd rather just listen to him. <laughs> I sound like a hoe. So you could be like, yo, he sent this to me. Right, he <laughs> sent this to me. This was a long voice note. Like, he <laughs> sent it to me personally. He was just trying to pour his heart out. Chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, Asia. I'm like, yeah, boo, what happened? What you want to talk about? As we walk down the hallway right. and I rub against you. So I, right now. I don't think it'll be that. I don't, I don't think that's what's going to be inside the book. That's the, that's the unedited version. Mm, right, right, right. Mm. And you gazed into me. All eyes. right. Next segment. <laughs> Next segment of this podcast we call the socials. The socials formerly known as the shits, where we talk about the shit that we saw on social media, hence the socials and the shits. Um, we have a list of things that we would like to talk about today. Um, would there be anything that you guys would like to highlight first out of the topics that we um, talked about earlier? We can just run down the list. That's cool. Let's do it. First thing on the list was um, congratulations to Prince 
Harry and Meghan Markle on their firstborn. Um, I believe his name is Archie. And everybody made a big deal about what um, they were going to name this baby because they wanted to incorporate both um, Harry, Prince Harry, excuse me, and Meghan Markle's like surnames. And, you know, Meghan Markle is black. So they wanted to kind of have that in there. Now, I don't know yet the meaning of this child's name, but um, I guess it has some type of meaning behind it. Nonetheless, to say that um, they gave birth to a healthy baby boy Mm -hmm. on yesterday or was that the day before yesterday? Day before yesterday. Day before yesterday, which was today is Thursday. Day before yesterday was Tuesday. Yeah. and he's healthy he was first shown to the world on yesterday along with his father and mother and grandmother and then homegirl um queen elizabeth had her her dude on the side you know because she ain't married but she got a man yeah um and they welcomed archie harrison mountbatten Windsor, that's his name, the baby. So the in this picture that we're looking at, you guys can also find it on the shade room. There's a picture of Megan holding the baby with her mom right by, over her shoulder, in front of Queen Elizabeth, um, her her side dude or whoever her man's in them, and Prince Harry on the very far left. So. They welcomed their baby, Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. Whew, that sounds expensive because I don't <laughs> even know where they got Mountbatten from. But um, they're welcoming him and showing him off to the world. And I would just like to say congratulations to the royal family. Sure. Um, congratulations to Meghan Markle's mama because she just looks so good every right. time I see her, okay? With her dreads. Yes, uh, dreads is always pulled natural. tight, wrapped, like everything. Real, real, real life black royalty. Right. Like, she, right. She, and she just comes through the way that she is, and I appreciate her for being herself. Um, but one reason I wanted to talk about this um this story is because you know people can't help themselves from being ignorant and rude they right. just feel like that's something they have to do and be all the time um so there was a article actually not an article i'm sorry there was a tweet posted by bbc radio broadcaster danny baker and because of this tweet he has been officially let go from his position at BBC um, because this tweet was racist about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's baby boy CNN reported that he tweeted a black and white photo of a man and woman holding hands with a chimpanzee in a suit and top hat and the caption says royal baby leaves hospital so I don't know why he thought that this was comical or this was appropriate um he claims it was all a misunderstanding i think sir you are quite misunderstood nobody else misunderstood this if you and i don't think you misunderstood i believe you knew exactly what you were doing and that you thought that people were going to laugh with you but like no and so now you got to get the fuck out of here thanks i mean i think that's as much 
Yeah, I mean that, that even needs. That's, like, yeah, that's that's ignorance. the story. That's the story. Um, so, but speaking of them, I think we should also um, talk about the um, mixed reviews. I'll say of people like coming for Megan because she went out to the public a day after she gave birth and looks exactly like a woman who gave birth yesterday or two days ago. You know, who still has somewhat of a belly and um, hasn't quote unquote snapped back right um hasn't gone on hiatus for a month or so and then come back with like a super flat stomach as if like having a baby is this anomaly so i appreciate her um coming to the public as is probably like wishing that all these interviews go by in 10 seconds because what mom brand new mom wants to be in front of the paparazzi taking questions about her brand new days old baby when she could be somewhere feet hanging up no shoes on and relaxing as she should be right so there were some people who were like oh my god you know look how she she still has a belly and her belly you know she hasn't lost her belly yet and it's just like I appreciate her for being herself and at the same time validating moms out there who may feel um pressured to snap back quote unquote like within x amount of time right like i think it's super unfair um the standards that that society puts on moms and women um when they have babies because these celebrities some quote unquote do it naturally and some do it unnaturally but they they get off of social social media for a while after having a baby and then they come back and all of a sudden they have flat bellies again and here's the thing there's some women who can have a baby on monday and by friday she is back to how she was Mm -hmm. but not every woman is made that way and not every woman is made the same and i just appreciate megan markle for staying authentic um an authentic woman you know what i'm saying and again validating the women who you know may may be a little down from society's standards of what a mom should look like after she gives birth yeah, I mean, and not for nothing, for like whenever we see people, celebrities or anyone from this royal family bring forth their baby, it's never the day after. Like, this is the first time you actually see that. Yeah. So I'm not sure, like, what you people expect to see, but maybe mm-hmm. you felt so compelled to comment and leave your opinions on it because she's a black woman. So you just thought, like, hey, black girl, let me just, just, just tear her down and talk shit about her but you never see anyone else come on air and on the tv the day after they give birth and and they're just like fucking immaculate like you've Mm -hmm. never seen that before um but i digress and there was another there was another um headline i think it was on cnn that said how black will the royal baby be like why like what's going on like why are we i mean granted i'm not surprised like i know there are still ignorant racist motherfuckers out there but it's just like if we're if we're using our common sense right and we're just being our normal right like normal human selves it's like first of all are we not like how like are, why not why didn't you say how white will the will the royal baby be like why didn't you say that like why aren't there black people in these editing rooms mm. to prevent these things mm. from happening and i'm tired of the outrage i'm tired of being outraged i'm tired of being angry i'm tired of being 
upset or I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just tired. I'm so tired of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm over white people doing stupid ass provocative shit so that black people in the likes can react. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of that shit. And I'm tired of us falling for it. Yes. Like, stop fucking giving this shit play like yeah i'm talking about it now but it's like i'm saying it more so to be to 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 spread awareness to my fellow black people like if you see some wild shit that you just know is super fucking wild i.e the gucci shit right i.e these dumb motherfuckers on cnn saying stupid ass headlines like that i.e this bbc motherfucker with the monkey if you don't think that they've already realized that they can capitalize off of our outrage. They can capitalize off of our anger. They can make money and be promoted for free by us because we quote unquote mad. And when we're mad, all we do is make a post about it instead of really doing some real shit about it. So if you see some wild shit on social media or the news or whatever, don't even waste your time in reposting it or, you know, putting a picture up on your on your Instagram page for everybody to see and then click the link and now they get hit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just giving them exactly what they want. They know they figured it out. They, they get it. They know to do these, quote unquote, subtle racist things, which is not subtle at all to us, obviously. But they know to do these things to get the outrage from us. And then we promote it even more and their site or their page gets all the hits. You know what? <laughs> like, I'm so freaking tired of people thinking that, um, quote unquote, black is whack and all this other shit. Like, yo, we just add so much more color, so much, so much more substance. Like, yo, it, it's just crazy because the royal family, in my opinion, has never been those people that that did those things in the media. Like starting from my first introduction to Princess Diana, when she came out there and she was, she loved everyone. She loved every freaking person out there. And and like, honestly, oh, she was doing her thing. Like it's the outside people that sits here and tries to taint the vision of what people really want to happen or mm-hmm. they want to shake the table so to speak Those- I mean and it's these people that don't have nothing else better to do but be on their phone or on the internet right? and, and create opinions and, and judgments about whatever they feel and it's unfortunate that those people who literally sit at home doing shit with their fucking selves all day have such an impact on everybody else and cause everyone else to react the way that they do mm-hmm but at the end of the day, I mean, long story short, congratulations to the royal family. I can't wait to see little Archie grow up, shall <laughs> see what kind of snack he about to be out here. Um, but congratulations to the royal family, and we wish you nothing but the best from the People's Podcast. Um, I think the next topic of discussion on the ballot is is it the ballot that we like to call on the docket? docket on the docket next up is your very own your favorite sis miss aisha curry <laughs> has some um things to say earlier this week that everyone found to be very interesting to comment on i believe i have the video here so i'm gonna play a, uh the clip of what she said give me a moment give me just a moment 
and then we'll do that. Something that really bothers me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves, but me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero, this sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then, you like, I begin to internalize it, and I'm like, is something wrong with you're me? Not, like, you're not, not looking. What, you're not like, looking. You're not even looking. But I'm going to tell you something else, too. When your radar's turned off, because I dealt with that for years, too, like, and I was young, like you. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, fair. I mean. Because I don't but, want it, but yeah. it would be nice to know that, like, someone's looking. But when your radar's turned off, right, when your don't ever think for one minute that it ain't no some men out there looking at you like I wish. Honestly. And, and I'm gonna tell you who knows that more than anybody. Something that really so Alright, so that was what she had to say on Red Table Talk. And I guess there was some reaction to that. I don't exactly remember all the reaction, but there was a ne- negative reaction to it. Um, in regards to, I guess people say like she, I don't, I don't want to say this wrong, but was it the fact that like she was like ungrateful or what was it? Yeah, they, I like, um, a lot of social media was like coming at her because they felt like, just like you said, she was ungrateful. Um, like she's very... I mean, I saw some men like on my timeline post like... Insensitive to what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I saw some men post on my timeline like, oh, yeah, women will never be happy or like, you know, they never satisfied and blah, 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 blah. I had... um, And it's crazy because I had a couple... I had this conversation with a couple women Mm -hmm. um, and my insight on what I took from what she said was exactly what everyone was saying like i felt like she was ungrateful so so my first thing that i needed to yeah, do that's was what i wanted us to talk about what were, what were our what initial is she reactions ungrateful for? because i don't understand I so don't know. so honestly she sure. went on to the red so she went on to the red table talk which is um the you the facebook series that um jada pinkett and jada yes. pinkett's right. has right. so and she said like it was amongst all the curries so it went from all the way up from the mother all the way down to I like, didn't even realize that is that what it was it was the mother okay. it was like his mom it was oh, that's his, who was on the show it was the, the mother it was the wives it was the little sister all of them are married to like basketball stars mm. well yeah so, I mean Stephen Curry's father is- yeah so so that that's what it is <laughs> the mother's married to the to the father um Aisha's married I, to Stephen to Stephen the the um Stephen's brother the day before this was taped, proposed to his wife to to propose to his now fiance because they wanted because he was like, "Yo, I, is she he, a basketball player too?" No, he's the basketball oh, player. Oh, okay, the brother, okay. the brother is a basketball player. So he was just no like, he was like, "Yo, um, ooh, he he was like oblivious to like, yo, um, what's that show that you're about to go on?" And she elaborated. He was like, "So what's the name that?" Um, you, how are you want to be introduced? And she was like, "Oh yeah, I just said that I'm gonna the girlfriend to a basketball player." Long story short, and she was uh, he was like, "Nah, I want you to be my fiance. I want you to be introduced to that." So, so now she's a fiance, and the little sister to them is now newly married. I believe like five or six months to a basketball player as well. So everybody on the roundtable, minus Jada, Jada's mother, and Willow was all married to 
a Curry or a basketball player. Um, the way that I, I needed before I can give my input on it, I wanted to see um, the Red Table Talk because this is my first episode that I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I felt like she was ungrateful or selfish is because she never said anything bad and I, about Stefan. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't expect her to. But... Um, she did give him minor praise about she briefly said something about him like her being not wanting to ever be introduced to anyone like she wants she was all she's the woman that wants to be she she never want want to have to introduce herself sorry but she wants her man to introduce her so she, I guess she, and she said her gripes to her her husband, and now he's the one that's like, oh yeah, this is my wife, whatever, whatever, whatever. You suppose I, I agree to that though. Yes, but that that's one thing. So now, um, she's saying that um, I guess she wants to be. She sees that how all these women are groveling at his feet, like coming to him and all this other stuff, and like she really looks at him like, yo. I want to. I want men to do the same thing to me. Then you got to learn how to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I mean, fact. they're not graveling at his feet because he's the most handsome man in the world. He's, he's a, a basketball player. He has, he has money. Player. But that and but that's my point as well because, like, yo, I understand different people have um, insecurities in their life, and I understand that um, she's been with him since she was fifteen. So the the transition from adolescence to adulthood may be a different experience. And you never, you wasn't dating Stephen Curry, the basketball player until like up until the next, the, the last NBA couple of years, player, right. uh, uh, the, 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 the years. So it's just like, yes. You I mean, ha- I did, uh, it's not like the last couple of years. Like we're not going to say that Steph Curry just, Got popping in the last right, two right, years. Right, right. You can't say that. That's that's that's, that's been popping for a minute. Yeah, so, like, but, I mean, like uh, years. as well as his father. Yeah. I'm just saying, like we got to understand the magnitude of oh, Stephen but, Curry and his family. But what I'm, but what I just I'm, don't want to put it out there that he's just got popping in the last two years. That's what I'm saying. No, but what I'm saying is the fact I'm talking. I'm not talking about his family. I'm talking about her. So to her speak, and his relationship. Her and his relationship. What meaning that like she was with him before he was an NBA yes. player. She was so, with him when he was shooting in the gym. Right. Right. So 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 yes. And what what I came when I what, what my argument throughout my various conversations was like, yo. When you you're when I look at her, I see her on a different caliber of these women that are out here that are saying that's walking out here with these tight knit um, dresses and saying like that she want to be a basketball yeah, yeah, wife on a yeah, TV show. More so, come instead get of the me. real basketball more, wife. More so, come get me. Yeah. Like she's more so like I have kids, I have a husband, and I'm about my business because I'm trying to build an empire. So yes. It, like I said, in all of my arguments, well, discussions, rather, it's like, yo, you may have you may have people in your DMs, but they may not be onto your level and you may have not noticed them. True. And she will get it with the lights on. But she's a sexy girl. But so in order for a real man, quote unquote, to be able to step to her level. You have to 
bring something higher than his family about to bring. Steph Curry. Yes, you <laughs> have to. Oh, okay. You have to bring a, a different caliber of what his family is bringing, which is slim to none. So you gotta sit. So you gotta understand what you're coming. Still, into. the bottom line is that she's she's Steph Curry's wife. She is not Steph Curry, so you're not gonna get the same attention that he does. Why are you even concerned about getting that attention? That's sad. I think. But, th- but that's exactly that. what the mother said. I like when women come to, um, like talk to my like my husband or whatnot. But I'm right behind them when they do. And at the end of the day, he's coming home with me. Right. So it's just like it's just a level of confidence on how they put plant their feet to the ground. Yeah, I don't know. That's too much for me. Uh... I'm, I'm quite sure he's taken back to that. Why do you want men? And to use those the, those corny. words. That's corny. To even I, say that publicly. Y'all can't say that's corny. Y'all can't say that. Y'all y'all sound crazy right now. You How? know why? Have you never seeked validation ever in life? Just for anything in life. You've never you've never wanted to feel like what you're doing in life is right or sure. that you are a handsome young man right you never wanted to like you're not necessarily saying you want bitches on you not even saying that not saying that you want women in your dms or in your email or in your text messages right not saying that but it's nice to know that if i step outside that i am that somebody is looking at me it's not to say that i want that attention because here's the thing that here's the problem that i have with everyone and I'm not just going to say men because there's unfortunately and disgustingly some women Mm -hmm. who cannot seem to understand where shorty is coming from and I can't fathom that go ahead it's literally simply this I could be married for 50 years I could be married for five years I could be married for five minutes I'm a human at the end of the day all humans want attention that's just our nature. It's nice to have that compliment. That's literally keep, all she's saying. Like, you know and here's, you know what's fucked it. up? I understand you that. know what's fucked up is that the men and women who are saying, oh, she's, first of all, to say that she's ungrateful is the most That's disgusting weird. thing yeah. I've ever heard in my life. You're saying that just because a woman is married with children that she can't feel wanted? Right. She can't, she can't have emotions? Are you kidding me? That I'm is not, disgusting. Not, I, no, hold on, hold on. You talk. <laughs> the second thing. Sis never said, I want the attention from men. I want people in my DMs. Never not once did Shorty say that. All she was doing was expressing an insecurity of hers, thinking that she's being real on the red table talk, which is the show that people come to, to be real on. And she's like, okay, this is the space where I could do this at. She expresses her insecurity. The fact that, yes, what she just said, yes, there are women throwing themselves at my husband yeah, it makes me feel like a little weird. Like, you know, I don't get that. Is she saying that she wants that? No. She's not saying that she wants people groveling at her feet. She's not saying that. She, all she's saying is it makes her insecure that it doesn't happen. It makes her she's insecure a that she's a pretty woman. Oh, I don't I, I don't doubt that she thinks that she's pretty. I don't think she thinks she's no, not pretty. Saying, and she's that's really where saying the, nobody's that's you know, where looking the insecurity at her twice comes. or whatever. That's, crazy. that's where the insecurity that's that's exactly what insecurity is. I think here's the thing. I'm gonna be here's my transparent moment. I think I'm a beautiful woman. Right. I have tons of insecurities. Tons of them. I have mad moments when I look, I think I look banging and then I'm still like nervous. To, we was in Philly. 
I literally like 10 minutes I'm like yo should I post this picture I think it's a beautiful picture of myself I love the picture I did post it eventually but my insecurities are like I don't know if I should post this you know what I'm saying and I'm just saying like like we're human we all have our insecurities and she's allowed married with children and all to have insecurities and she's also allowed to go onto this show and be real unfortunately she was bashed and her back was kicked in and men it's so it makes me so crazy how men like are men are almost offended that she says something like that hey, it's I like how that. dare you say something like that when you I, got a I, man I, I wouldn't want my my girl feeling like you know like she needs attention from other dudes but that's but that's the prop like I, like I, that, I that it's just like but you you don't think okay are be, you in a, if you're, you're in a relationship saying, like, but that's what, that's exactly like for you to come to there and say I want. no she's not saying that she wants people to holler at so her so what are those words she's meaning? only saying yeah. it makes her insecure that it doesn't So she happen. said those words. She said those words? Yeah, she, she said she said insecure. She said she said she feels insecure that those men are not hollering at her. But I'm trying to get Should what we you, replay the audio? Yeah, we yeah, can re- it. repair let's, it. Let's replay it. Replay it. Cause we're not gonna get down to semantics. I mean we we, we like if you if you're if you're able to think as much for a woman then you'll be able to think like I feel like so so many men are so close minded and are choosing not to even listen and that's my point is that black women are not fucking listened to and we're only seen it's so fucking crazy we're only seen as sexual beings and we can't be normal motherfuckers to want somebody to just look at us and not want to fuck us but black men and stupid ass black women are shunning this woman because how dare she say why don't I even get attention that's not saying I want to be fucked black that, women don't that, get that, fucking listened but, 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 to but that's not it what, shouldn't that, be that, a but that, it not, should not be a Amber, but, but, that's not, but no that's not what you're going to do because honestly that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is not what you're saying. no I'm not don't this is what this is not what I'm saying because don't put words into my mouth into saying that black women this black women is that I'm not what I'm saying is I'm listening to what she's saying mm-hmm. and what I what I see that she's saying is that she never said that that she was treated badly from her husband she never said that this has nothing to do with Steph Curry just this hot okay, okay listen it to it <laughs> that's, so, so, see, that's the part that's what I'm talking about but it's fine I don't think see here's the thing listen, it's really listen, hard listen, to have listen. this argument because if somebody can't think like if somebody can't think how a woman thinks you get what I'm saying no, if, you, I if don't a man can't saying. think if, no, what I'm saying is if a man can or whomever if a if, if someone cannot think in the way that shorty is it's thinking like, it's never gonna understand. make sense. It's never okay. gonna Which make sense. Which is a point that I want to make after I play after I play the audio again. So uh, hold on. something that really bothers me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves, but me like the past ten years like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then, you like, I begin to internalize it, and I'm like, is something wrong with you're me? Not, like, you're not looking. What? You're not, like, looking. You're not even, I, 
Alright, so that that's that was what she said, right? Initially. And so when this first all came out, I couldn't understand what the whole hoopla was about from what she said. Because to me, number one, outside of her being a human, but I mean outside of her being a woman, a black woman, a married woman, she's a human being speaking about how she feels. If this is this woman's experience, that's her experience. If, and I relate to it because sometimes whether I was in a relationship and I'm, I'm like, damn, like nobody checking for me, you know? And it's not because when I was in a relationship, I didn't, I didn't think my man was fulfilling his part, but my, at the time my man was somebody that females wanted, but nobody was checking for me. And I'm like, damn, like, do I still got it out here? I've been with this person for such and such years. I don't know if I still got it. Like, are they even checking for me? And it's not because I want to be with somebody else. It's again and validation validation it's an insecurity and at the end of the day for me as someone watching this video as a black woman i'm and as as someone who's like i don't pick no sides about nothing i'm all individual thinking right so for me i'm watching i'm like well that's how she feel that's how she feel you can't take that experience from her you can't tell her how she feel is right or wrong number one from any side you know you can't tell her that her experience is right or wrong but I was very happy to see the response that she put up on social media um, because I was waiting for her to speak for herself and I and honestly no, I don't want to say speak for herself but I wanted to see if she had something to say because at the end of the day I don't think that she needs to defend anything that she said if that's how you feel sis that's how you feel and at the end of the day like I felt that way too so I can relate um I didn't really like the response that she got from the table it was like oh it's because you're not looking for it oh it's because this I'm like so y'all sitting around here acting like acting y'all was like never insecure never, get the fuck out of here like Jada, y'all, y'all never felt here. that way no because your husband is sis stop and that's it. to say that we have to turn off our radar yeah like why yeah, do we yeah, gotta yeah. what radar is turned off but that, you like, still so, a human so, being so, so what I'm saying is the simple fact like yes number one I will never know the nitty gritty and the down heart feeling of a black woman. I would Mm -hmm. never. But when I hear those words, please don't scrutinize me on to what I hear. Like you didn't. However you receive it is how you receive it. I'm not scrutinizing anybody. Me receiving it as when I hear like, yo, I feel like, um, I feel insecure because basically, quote unquote, she didn't say it, but um, insecure because they're not no one's checking for me. What I'm what I said earlier was the reason why I feel nobody's checking for you is the fact that you're at a different level than some of these holes that are graveling at your man's feet that are so trying to get. This at, is one hold thing on I want to do. Why? Because I like I just I'm a little annoyed with you calling these other women. Okay, hoes, okay. Let me not not okay. Because that's not it. That, okay, you know, it's not it. I get I I totally no, no, understand no, no, what you're saying. I understand no. your okay, point, no, what, but like, and I what, think what your point is valid. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I have in order for me to even snap at your attention, I have to be coming with the a game that's oh so 
oh, oh so sharp that's going to be higher than anything that your man has presented to you. So what if I you? said that she's not even checking for you then? What if I said she's not even checking for that motherfucker who's oh so higher than Stefan? She's not even checking for that nigga but that, either. But, but, that's the point, Joe. But that, but that's what I'm not okay. She's not checking for him. She's not checking for nobody. But she, okay, but what I'm saying, she didn't. She she doesn't know. She's I don't know who's in her DMs. Like I, she think, don't know who in her DMs. I'm sure she don't check. But but that, that's what I'm saying is I feel like she's beautiful. But do you think I, she but, really wants somebody to like holler at her? Do, like if we're taking you, this but, but, objectively, no, for real. Let's take this objectively. Do so. We got Aisha Curry. We got Stephen Curry. Aisha said the, the shit on the table talk, right? Yeah. Do we really think that Aisha Curry is interested in anybody other than Stephen Curry? No. Okay. Yes. So why does it matter about? the approach why does the approach matter you said that like oh there are some women who let's say um a married woman kim kardashian right kim kardashian is a very sexy 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 woman a lot of people wouldn't put that sexy uh label like like how how they do on kim k on aisha right it's just a fact they're they're, they're i would say they're in two different kind of yes. like uh fields right yes now here's the thing it's not just because Kim Kardashian dresses how she dresses and she looks how she looks. That doesn't mean that she wants all these niggas to be coming at her. Do all the niggas come at her? Sure. They do. Sure. But did that mean that she's checking for them? No. Does she appreciate and does she make money from men and women like groveling at her feet? Yes. But that but What that's... I'm saying is like this what's her name? Aisha doesn't get that attention and all she's saying is, "Damn." Like, I I understand that, but what I'm all. saying, but what I'm saying is, yes, I don't know. How do we? I'm not in her DMs, mm-hmm. so I don't know who. I don't know what type of people are in her DMs. And like you said, <coughs> they may or may not be checking for her. They mm-hmm. may not be up to their caliber. I don't know, but I what, think I think what, this is not a DM situation. I think it's not a DM situation. Oh, I think it's more so like because she said women throw themselves at Stefan. Yes, like. I don't think she gets that sort of so like I think in like a because public I don't, I don't, I don't like a public kind of arena or like you know com- publicly in like comments and stuff like maybe Stefan's I don't look at I don't follow Steph or her but maybe in his comments is some girls saying some wild shit or maybe when they're out somewhere girls are probably trying their best to get his attention yes she's saying they don't they don't she don't get that she attention from men well, I, that's all I, when I, the it vibe it not matter what kind of man she vi- just saying she don't get it the vibe that I you mean the vibe that I get from her mm-hmm. is not like a come get me vibe. And that's what I I agree with that. And that's what I, I said. Like, maybe I, she don't realize that she's seen. As, so this was my two points were that, A, what you just said. Maybe she's seen as a respectable, like, because here's the thing. If we keeping it G's, like, for a man to publicly, like, come and check, if we're saying check for a woman who's public, like who's known and married, that's disrespectful. Yes. Right? So maybe she's seen as a very respectful woman. Yes. And men, and, and if she talks very highly of Stefan, maybe people respect him a lot. No. Right? So that they won't disrespect she or her or him. Yes. And do that shit like, like that. That's all I'm saying. So that's the same thing. Like, is I respect Michelle Obama. Will I sit there and be like, yo, can I take you out tonight? Or any, or at least do anything to disrespect her because I respect her husband. Would you do that to Kim Kardashian? 
She gives she like I said she gives me a different vibe. See that's where the, that's the problem right is there. Is my issue. That's the problem right why, there. Why like why can't all vibe. women be respected? <laughs> like, Thank you. That's, I my, respect. that's my no, problem. No, no. That's I, my problem. No, no. That is my issue. Don't like, give me. Why are we you black ask, love? You so? ask you ask me right, a question. No, it's no. He that's his, that's his truth. You ask you ask me a question. I asked you a question that way to make a point. I and I gave you my my well deserved. She doesn't give me that vibe. So there's a certain vibe that a woman has. To give you for you to do respect. No, I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't. I didn't say (laughs) that she has to give me a vibe. Okay. I said that's the vibe that she gives off. So here's the thing. I all I said was and and I'm saying I don't respect Michelle. So that's why I brought up Kim K. Just because Kim K. I mean Kim K. Is is sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a sex symbol. She has fucking perfume. Is her body naked? You know what I'm saying? So. All I'm saying is, yes. why doesn't Kim Kardashian deserve the same respect she, she as does. Aisha? She does. But you hesitated. No, I didn't hesitate. She okay. does. She does deserve the same respect. But the vibe that she gives off. What's the vibe? That's like saying, oh, I have on this but short skirt. I'm giving the vibe that, that I want to be raped. Off says what? That's what like rape mean? culture. That's rape culture. Because you're That's saying a vibe. A vibe. The, the word. I'm going to say this. The word vibe comes off very rapey. I'm not, not rapey to you. I'm just saying rapey in okay, general. But here's the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, the, when you say, oh, she was giving me that vibe, there is no vibe. There's never a vibe. I promise you. I don't want you to use that word. Maybe okay. that's what I should say. I don't want okay. you to say vibe. So what I, I don't, when I, when I look at, I, the when, way that they present themselves is totally different. Facts. The, the, the way that they introduce themselves to the world is totally, totally different. Also a fact. Which so, says what? Which says that this woman should be treated a different way from this other woman because they present themselves differently? Is that... Is I'm it just, present or is it dress? It's present, Dress, right? present... Dress. 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 I mean, it could be dress. So, if Aisha Curry... If Kim Kardashian dressed like Aisha Curry but still had a sex tape, would she still be... Like, you? that's equal... That's okay. As long as they dress the same. Is that what you're saying? No. Iris. Asia's just asking a question. I didn't flip any I don't, of your I don't. Words. I speak for myself. I don't speak for nobody out in this world. My views. I'm asking a my, question. Uh, you, asked, you said if they dress the same. She's not. My thing is, I... The way that she presented herself to the world Who? is totally um, Aisha. Um, Aisha. The world, the way that she presented herself to the world is as a wholesome, independent-driven woman. She, I respect, and I'm not to say that I don't respect Kim Kardashian. Okay, but the way that she came out into the world is totally different. Okay, so my thing is, I'm about the perception of how people do things. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you can't help how you came out into the world, but I'm like, okay. It makes me think about certain things. Not to say you don't deserve, you deserve all the respect. Because again, like I, I've been saying this from day one. Everybody <laughs> deserves the same respect. Everybody deserves the same respect. But I can't help my aunt what I think about how you, how you're getting it. Absolutely not. Like your judgment, right? Yeah, I, yes. I can't. My right. judgment, because I can't. That's your like, like my thing is, I'm, like I said, I my judgment on. I'm not about to slide into your DMs as. Aisha Curry mm-hmm. I'm not about to slide into her DMs like that it's gonna be respectful like yo I like what you doing XYZ she's doing a lot of things that are really out there that YouTube the cooking the cookbook mm-hmm. all those things I'm like okay you doing your thing the way that Kim did her thing I mean Kim w- Kardashian just freed like a bunch of people out of jail for like low level drug 
Yes, she did that. Yes, she did do that. And I was like I said, that does not take away from what the freeing the people out of jail. But what I'm saying is I can't help my perception on how she came into the game. Which would be that your approach, right? Let's just say you were to enter either of their DMs, right? Your approach would be different. I'm not for going each. to no, I don't go into people's DMs. Facts. But <laughs> your approach for each of them would be different. Yes. Okay. Can I um I just want to insert a few things. Um the reason I ask those questions is not simply based on like you personally, Joe. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just create an idea for the people who listen to the sure. show to see like for them to open up their minds because I do believe that some people think that oh this person you know we don't think this way of this person because she's this and we don't think this way of this person because she's that so I want to open up the minds of our listeners um to think more I I don't want to say outside the box but like outside of their box Mm -hmm. uh, of what they perceive because things can be perceived differently um the what I did want to talk about though for you know my personal reaction toward this was her response to this and yeah, I, I think that her response I would love to to hear that or see that sure I will read it <laughs> I need people to get out of my DMs this evening Ooh. Um, <laughs> what is their approach chap <laughs> disrespect Ooh. um so she Posted a picture of her like throwing a pair of spanks into like one of his things, and she um she says, "Does this spark joy? I have never been one to cage my feelings and emotions to any capacity. I am human. It brings me pure joy to speak my mind, Mm -hmm. be vulnerable at times, and to know myself inside and out. Seeing as how it's Mental Awareness Month, I really want to take the time to encourage everyone to speak their truth, regardless of perception." fitting into a mold or offending someone because it's your truth and that's okay if what I'm not afraid to say out loud about being a 30 year old mama of three helps another woman like me feel like they're not the not the alone one and not the only one with an insecurity because we all have them don't play that that's what's her word that means <laughs> <laughs> then that makes all of this hoopla worth it the headlines and rumors well i'm sorry i skipped the line if you get a chance to watch the actual red table talk and not the headlines and rumors please do there is so much more depth to the talk and our family mm-hmm. is grateful to jada pinkett mm-hmm. smith for giving us the opportunity to bond together as women let's continue to uplift each other empower and not suppress and compress our feelings and thoughts as fleeting as some of them may be love to you all go find your joy and speak your truth unapologetically and that from that that was everything that i felt when i initially saw that video mind you i did not watch the whole red table talk but i i listened to what she said and i heard it for what she said and i to me it was just like hmm, like i feel you because it's a thing it's your experiences like at the end of the day like who's to tell you that you shouldn't feel want to feel this feeling who should tell you that you are stephen curry's wife how you, dare you, you do not, not be grateful for being his wife and having do, his kids right, you do not you can't have no feel, feelings feel those type <clears throat> of feelings because you should be 
content because you are Aisha Curry. Aisha Curry is a human being at the end of the day. So her feelings belong to her. And nobody can tell her to stifle them shit. If she wants to talk about it on Red Table Talk, if she wants to tweet about it, that's her experience. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's like one of the foundation, like the foundational values of this conversation that we get away from and we go off into these tangent conversations when the fact that the matter is that this human being is feeling away, she decided to talk about it. What the fuck is your problem? But you why, know what you just you so mad about. But you it? but you know what you just said. You said exactly how she felt and people made a comment on how they felt how she how how they responded on how they felt Mm -hmm. and just like you said it's i understand and i understand i like i said in a couple minutes ago i i I can't never say or feel when i looked at it that's how i felt because i'm like (laughs) okay nobody was bashing their husband not to say she was Mm -hmm. but i looked at it as like okay this is how she felt but like there's a lot of women out there that aspire to be in your shoes like there are so like not to downplay how she feel but it's just like yo there's women out there that are single and wish they knew who they're and I and I and I and and I'm not and I and I'm not and I'm not like downplaying like I said I'm not downplaying how she feel but it's single mothers out there that that they fought that the baby father either died or never and sure, that's not sure, in their sure. life that but wants to be married by wish that, that they was married or wish that they was loved by but do someone. you think that those that same women away? have those same feelings ever i don't i don't but the thing I is don't, it possible you think it, it could yes it could be so what if now they see they feel seen that this wonderful being aisha curry feels the same way that i feel but I'm not. You know what, what I'm saying? What, what I'm. What I'm or, or, and, and even with that point, I agree with that. I also want to say with these women who might want to be in her shoes, it has nothing to do with how she feels. You know what I'm saying? These women might want to be in her shoes, but that's not her experience. Her experience is this. And just because somebody might, like me, somebody might want to be in my shoes. You understand what I'm saying? But nobody knows what I, how I walk through life every day. They don't know how I feel every day. If they actually walk the mile in my shoes, they might not want to be here. Yes, so and that I do might agree be with her, that. Her experience as well. What other people feel about where she's at has nothing to do with her I, and how she should, you know, operate or what she should say. What she said is how she felt. I, at the end of the day, somebody might be want to be where she is, mm-hmm. but if they really knew her real life and her insecurities, they might not want to be there. Again, I I, I do agree. I do agree with that. Another Good thing that shit. I did that another thing that I did say was. I don't know how this was edited. Yeah, who cares? It, it, it does matter. I feel like we going on tangents. Yeah, no, 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 so that's all I'm. That's all I'm talking about here. Got it. I and feel she re- you. She reacted in her own social media about what was said. So if anything was manipulated, she, she would have said, said it that. in her post that this was manipulated or this is not what really happened. She addressed what she said because that's what she said. Mm, that's fine. I, I mean, right like or wrong, you know, you're just thinking of no, this. No, I'm not, like not don't, objectively. I'm and please. as a man, 
what do you what do you mean i just said in the beginning the middle and i'm gonna say it again i can never so why tell so you here's the thing then to why, tell you why I, be so be, be, why be steadfast so in your opinion my of, opinion of, on what i, I said why, why why be so steadfast right on how you have interpreted what shorty said I if said you saying and saying I can never understand the black but woman's I re- experience, I, and it's really not only the black; it's a woman. It's, it's a, a woman. human. Uh, I take, I take human. it back. Mm-hmm. I take it back. Which it's is human. It's you and I. Human. It's both of us. It's a human Have you experience. never, Joe? Have you never felt that you needed validation? Amber. Can you honestly say no? Just Amber, answer my question. Let me, let me. I'm being very real with you, and I'm telling you, I understand how she feels. I don't, when she said what she said, mm-hmm. I listened and I didn't take anybody else's perspective but hers. I heard the insecurities, all of that. But my first thing is, yo, you are living a good dream. I that's fucked up. That right there okay. is fucked up. Because I'm, okay, that's fine. How could you say that? When she's living a Because good somebody has a good life, they can't have feelings? I never. You so said that. Okay. That's exactly okay. what. Okay, okay, let me take my headphones off. Maybe I can't hear something right. Never mind. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really willing. Like, we going to talk about this shit. If we talk about this till 9 p.m., if we talk about this till 9 p.m., we going to talk about this shit till 9 p.m. Because here's the thing. What you said, you I'm going to repeat what you just said just to make sure I didn't misconstrue anything. I just want to understand. You, I said. And at the end of the day, I know you good, but I'm you bad. said something on the air. We have a podcast, That's and maybe fine. the listeners want to understand what you're saying. Facts. So the fact that you don't I'm even trying to understand what you're it, saying. I like, said my perception of what she said was totally different. I said, I said, I understand she she seeks validation, but I was just like, yo, like yo, whatever. I what you're saying you say yo you're living a good life why do you even care that's, that's, I didn't that's, say that's what okay, I said okay so, so I'm wrong I didn't say, okay, no, I'm wrong. I didn't say you I'm didn't wrong. care I'm wrong I didn't say you care is it a I want you so, to make so, me can understand you clarify nope I'm not alright I'm sorry listeners we're not gonna get well, that's not right we need to get to the bottom of I, it I agree as well because we started something and now like Go ahead. It's, and I what think it's a healthy conversation Joe why are you being mad right now because the frustration is my perception of what she said is mm-hmm. being misconstrued. What I and said, we're just what, asking for clarification. What I, I, what I gave you clarification. I said what I saw. What I th- when I before I watched the red table talk, and mm-hmm. like I said in the beginning, I had to watch the red table talk to understand what was going on. Gotcha. I didn't say. I said to you when I saw it. I said so. Why <laughs> you said all of this to say what? To say what? Hold so on. my hold question. On, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Finish. No, oh, I'm okay. We're listening. I want you to say what you want to say. I'm fine. I'm 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 good. <laughs> well, my question was like when you and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I you mentioned something like, well, you know, I understand this is your feelings, but you have a good life. I just wanted to put clarification. I just said that. I said I said my perception of when I saw the video. Mm-hmm. I that's not when I watched the red table talk. I had to before I able to before I was able to get on this air and say anything of it. I I began to tell you, mm-hmm. yo, that was my first pers- my first perception. So be okay. able to, so to get I on the, to, to get so on the fucking air to say to to get to get to talk. get on the fucking air to say yo how I felt about anything. I first when I, when I got the talk, I said, "Yo, I can never say anything, or I can never say how I how a black woman would feel." 
about any of this shit. So when I saw this shit the first time, I didn't want to just look at it as clippers because nobody on when you Googled it gave the whole series. Right. So they only gave you from what they wanted to see and they wanted to leave your home perspective. Yo, she said a whole, everybody at that table said a whole bunch of shit. So no matter if people, people, you hear people in the background, it was a lot of people that said a whole bunch of stuff that was very impactful that should have been aired Mm -hmm. and should have been said. So yes, she may have gone through a lot of insecurities. Yes. But what I say is, yo, what I, when I first saw it, it was like, yo, what are you mad about? You got, you have a lot of shit going on for yourself. I don't look at you that way. So afterwards, this is what I thought about it. So, I mean, I still have questions. But do what maybe, you gotta do. maybe we can we can interview. We can, you go ahead. Interview. I don't have questions for you. I have questions about the things like that you said, but it seems like that might be something that no, no, we no, can't it, talk about. We could talk about. We could, right we, could, we could talk. We could talk. But I mean, I really wanted to get to like, I mean, I guess I did get to like the point of the whole post because that was the initial conversation. And I spoke about, you know, the post and the reaction. I just didn't want people to I wanted people to understand that, you know, with this type of thing, when it comes out on social media, a clip, the whole series, whatever, Mm -hmm. this woman said what she said. She reacted to what she said. Um, so we, we, there's the focus here, everything else outside, like, you know, we all get, we'll all get our opinions and gather our opinions outside of the main point. But at the end of it all for, for my personal reaction and what I think people, what I personally think people should see from what she said is exactly the words that came out of her mouth. Um, I, I just want people to know that it's not a man or woman, of. You know, versus whatever person versus person. Um, I think it's more so of a human experience, and there has always been a person, a, a time in a human's life where you sought validation, whether it be from the opposite sex, whether it be from your favorite teacher in school, your parents. Your parents. We've always sought validation. That's a human feeling. I think that people should be more. Um, Cognizant of that, and, that and was the real word. about yeah. Just be like, more let's real not about act, it. We're not these perfect people. No, right. We're not these just perfect beings who you know don't need to be validated by anyone. We just don't give a fuck. Our shit don't stink. We know we good re- regardless of what. Like nobody feels that way. Beyonce herself fucking uh uh rehearsed for eight months for a two hour show. Right, like. We can't sit around and say that, like, nobody seeks validation. And I think, like you said, like, that's the bigger... That's the bigger picture. I think picture. that's the bigger picture about this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Joe, I completely understand everything that you're saying Your initial, from your initial reaction to <coughs> whatever your latter reaction might have been, because I don't think I quite got that from you. But I get it. Like, I totally understand how someone, man or woman, can come to the conclusion of how how you how could she possibly feel that way right i get how that could be maybe like an initial thought but that's selfish that's unrealistic that's not taking your own life into consideration that is like you are just so perfect you've done no wrong you've never needed validation for shit the only only perfect motherfuckers and it's only one perfect person in this world and he he's all he's omnipotent so like Nobody can say 
she needs not to be looking for validation from other people because she's married or because she's rich or because she has three beautiful children or because her husband is so fucking good to her or because her husband doesn't cheat or because of X, Y, or Z. Nobody is allowed to say that to Aisha Curry. No. And that, and that was my whole thing. And even if they said it to Stephen Curry, like say if he felt to whomever, that way, to whomever, like to you me, to, to y'all, to, right? To, like to anyone, like you can't tell anybody how to feel. Like, but everybody feels a way about something, and it's your genuine feeling. You can't say you wrong for you should not feel like you whatever whatever and because, i only say somebody's you wrong but you offended yeah. you're offended that this girl feels this and way and you taking up onto social media and this is why i told myself like asia you got to get off this shit because it's ridiculous i see how people react to this and i'm like how yeah. dare you how, like how dare you react to this person and to, to build up the energy to create a post so you can say how you feel about how this woman feels yeah and yeah however you would whatever you post is now supposed to be fact that's what it is and now you putting it out there for everyone else to see so that everyone else can form these opinions why not allow people to feel the way they feel and allow other people to form their own opinions you know what i'm saying it's not something that you react to on social media so that everybody else can start to get on your wave right that's not fair because and i have a whole i'm sorry i have a whole like other deeper um like uh, what do you call it? Hot take mm-hmm. on this whole shit for ain't shit niggas mm-hmm. because it's a lot of ain't shit niggas who have been completely offended by this shit. I've and I look it. at that as they like, well, bitch, I treat my girl like, like shit. shit. And you, how mad? dare you? How dare you? You got a nigga that's treating you like a queen, sis. You how mad? fucking dare you? Put my, you know, I'm mm. even more not shit because you got the nigga who treating you like a fucking queen and you out here saying how ain't shit you feel, how not shit you feel. But meanwhile, I'm a fuck nigga and I'm treating my bitch like the bottom of my shoe. Mm-hmm. Right? Now I look like even more shit. Yeah. And that's something I've seen on Facebook all fucking day. Yeah. And I all mean, fucking, and it's so disgusting. It's so disgusting to me. And it's because, like, a lot of it, I'm going to keep it real. A lot of the shit I've been seeing is from niggas I call my friends. Right. You know like, like, oh my God, you're so gross. I'm like, oh, I hate you now. Like, I now. Seriously, I hate you. that's now, me. Fuck that's you. fucking me. Putting all the memes and shit. Yeah. How you jumping in the Aisha DMs. That girl would have never looked your way either, either way, way, bro. I'm sorry to tell you. And so like, the you- fact that you are so misogynistic to think that she would ever even yeah, look at you that shit you're is not right. even one iota of this man's quartile no. of fucking salary nowhere. of her salary nowhere near it and you think she gives a fuck about your stupid ass how fucking did de- that, that shit that, that shit me. and then you post it you right know what like I'm it's saying? funny that shit is not funny it's not funny and it, it makes me sad and honestly as a woman it makes me weary for my future experience huh. with men shit. i feel like you know because that's how all these motherfuckers feel deep down exactly that's all I got they, the fucking and that's how i feel I f- and this is why i'm single Sex. because I'm, i feel yes i think like, i will be single for fucking ever because all I'm these not, niggas is trash like if you really joe is the only wholesome nigga out here i will 
would say that. So I agree. But the rest of them, basura. I don't need none of y'all. Honestly. Honestly, honestly. Because with me seeing these posts that came from these people's pages that I personally know, Gross. that when they see me, they treat me like, oh, age, oh, queen, oh, this. Like, but it's this fake. Is how, right? It's all fake. Because if you really thought of me as a queen and you really treated me, like, felt genuine about the way you treat me when you see me, then these things would not come out of your mouth. And you would not have the audacity, nor the courage to go and put your fingers on your phone to post this on social media what if that was your sister exactly what if that was your mom exactly what if that was somebody who who you genuinely love out here explaining their feelings right being vulnerable being being available right because a lot of times celebrities are not available emotionally Mm -hmm. she's being available to all of us to even comment on what she feels and from that i'll say think about a young girl or somebody who was on social media and was able to see her initial statement before anybody's yeah. reaction and she could be like oh my god because I felt seen because I'll tell you that much too, I, felt I felt seen like seen. shit I'm, I'm like, like yes. damn girl because I definitely okay. feel like that shit like I don't get the fucking like niggas don't like granted I think I'm beautiful I think I'm cute you know what I'm saying? But niggas, I don't get attention from niggas. Right. And it's so funny because, like, guys will say, like, oh, I know, you know, your DMs. My DMs are, like, the motherfucking Sahara Desert. Okay, I promise dry. you. Dry as fuck. Like, niggas don't hit me up. Like, I don't get attention from men. And, yes, it does make me feel, you know, insecure. It does make me feel, like, damn, well, like, what is it? Like, what do I have? Not, not what do I have to do, but, like, damn, like, am I not appealing? Because you, here's the instinct. Now, for her, it's different because she's married. But for me, a single-ass, almost 30-year-old, like, it makes me feel like, well, damn, if I'm not appealing now, then I sure as I'm her. never getting married. <laughs> like, nobody wants me. Like, okay? fuck? And so, like, like I mean, what? That's what it, and for me to say that is to say, like, okay, now we all felt seen when she first posted that. Then now we see all the reaction. Mm-hmm. Now, that turns those other young girls or women like us like shit like we ain't even supposed to be out here feeling like this like it's fucked up like niggas really ain't fucking with us now because we we feel like this Uh you know what I'm saying so there's a reaction to the reaction and I think people need to be mindful of that before they go ahead and post things on social media about how they feel about something because it's a real thing like you got sisters out here they say black women only 28% of us get married right Hmm. It's sisters out here who feel this same insecurity. Hmm. I already put it in my mind. If I never get married, I'm cool. God, just get me pregnant. I don't face. care. I, I, but you, we. It's sad that we have to come to the conclusion that we're not gonna have a man because we have standards and we're not gonna be settling in for no trash ass niggas. Right. Well, I'll say no more for me because. Listen, we all been there. It's all right. But now we know better, right? Facts. And we know what we want and this and this and that. But still, we not getting no, nobody hitting us up though. Nope. No, nobody checking for us for real. For and this real. is not to say that I want the niggas to be hitting me up. I'm That's not, not what this is that. saying. I'm not saying that. That's not what it is. But understand that this feeling of like wanting validation is a normal ass feeling. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. What's the point of, what, what's the point of Instagram having likes? Right. What's the point of Instagram having like, you know. Validation. Validation. It's validation. validation. Having follower counts shown on your page. Validation. That's validation. That's Period. why you get the blue check if you have all these many followers. That exactly. means you Exactly. That's validation. Validation, bro. This whole shit is about validation. I mean, I'm going to rest my case there. Um, I will say shout out to Aisha Curry uh, for being encouraged to do such a thing um, and say how she feels about 
her her life yeah because that's what you should be able to do say how you feel about your life yeah um i think if we can get into a quick letter uh there was a letter that we received from a listener the first one the first one was good yeah yeah um Okay, this is the people's letters. There we go. There we go. Um, quick, also, hey, people's podcast. Quick note before getting into my story slash question. I'm 23 and have anxiety and other mental health issues. I matched with someone, a 28-year-old man, on a dating app about nine months ago. We had a lot in common, conversation flowed, etc. We were in constant communication for a good couple weeks. I'm pretty sure we were going to discuss meeting for the first time and exchanging numbers, but then just like that, I mentally shut down. I said to myself, nope, not interested, don't have the patience, time, emotion for this person. So I blocked him on the app and ultimately deleted it all together. No warning, no goodbye, and no apology. Mm. I fell into a deep depressed state afterward. It makes me sad just thinking about it. In the time since then, a lot of personal life changes have occurred. I snapped out of my funk. I'm seeing a therapist regularly and slowly becoming more socially and physically active. Recently, I felt it was time to get myself back out there and in the dating world and re-downloaded the app that started it all. I saw the guy was still on my block list with an active account and stared at his profile for a long while. Excuse me, I had to take a breath. I felt terrible guilt for not only blocking ghosting him, and ghosting him, but for not giving him the reason behind my actions. Whew. I know what I did sucked, but I want to move forward. Personally, I feel like I'm in a better state of mind and don't think I'd ghost again. I want to reconnect with him and see if he'd still give me a chance. How should I do it? And what should I say? Sign unblocked. Girl. You guys want to go first? I just want to say, because this is tricky because she has some mental health issues mm-hmm. um, that she's still dealing with. Mm-hmm. So I'll be very, um, I'll be careful with my words. But at the end of the day, reality is what we all need. A reality mm-hmm. check. And sis needs a reality check. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you cannot use your mental health as a crutch. You cannot use your anxiety as a crutch. Um, if you have taken that step to get help and go to therapy and take charge of your mental health, that's amazing. But if you truly do feel something for this man, I say go for it. And the reason I say don't use it as a crutch is because it's already hindered you in the beginning. Now, whether or not that fucked everything up, that's up to you to find out because you are you were the catalyst right. for shit going wrong. Right. It's not like he did anything to you. Mm-hmm. So my only advice would be go for it. Say, you know, tell the truth. Be as honest as you can. Mm-hmm. And if shit don't go right, you all I say is don't allow it to consume you. Mm-hmm. Don't allow the possible rejection because we never know. He might be like what took you so long Uh right uh but if he does reject you and if he does not write you back or if he's currently in a relationship or currently talking to someone you have to somehow chuck it up Uh you know brace yourself for that shit hopefully your therapy is working for you Uh um i would also consult with my therapist first before i make that first step just so i can know how to like go about it and know like what emotions to possibly like expect right Uh 
But other than that, all I can tell you is just go for it, sis, because you're the one that just says <laughs> he ain't do nothing. Yeah. He literally did not one thing. Yeah, this yeah. is all your fault. I'm sorry to tell you, but it's all your fault. No, that's that's the reality. Joe, you have anything for her? Move on to the next. And then learn from your mistakes that you did behind you. Mm. Because if you go back to the next, go back to the previous person, all that's going to happen is you're going to continue to think about what you did in the past. Mm. Learn from your mistakes. I mean... All you can do is unblock him, and if he continues to hit you up, if he hits you up, then you start from the beginning. If not, then you move forward. You got to do what you got to do. I agree. So I definitely agree with Amber. Like, I mean, if you're thinking about him and this is something, somebody that you want to pursue, then, you know, put your big girl drawers on, hit him up, and say what's up. If he does not, um, you know, receive you the way that you had hoped, then you have to be okay with moving on. But I would not say to just like move on and not see what could be because then that's going to be something else that eats you up and that's going to bother you mentally. Tackle that. Tackle that. Hit him up. See what happened. But you have to come to a, to a terms that, okay, you ghosted him. Okay. People feel a way about ghosting. You have to see how he's going to receive you. And whatever you receive is that. I don't want to say that's what you deserve. I can't tell you what you deserve, but you got what you asked for. Sure. Okay. So at that point, now you have to be okay with moving on. But it's interesting. I, I will I will, t- I will tell you that you are not the only one who has felt this before. Yeah. A matter of fact, if you have watched the last season of Insecure, uh, Issa was dating a young man. I can't think of his name, but I want to call him Daniel for some reason. But I don't think that was his name. I believe it started with a D, but he ghosted her. And when he came back, he told her, listen, I was going through something mentally. I couldn't really, you know, communicate that to you. But, you know, this is what I want now. He, You saw what Issa's response was, if you watch Insecure. But if you do not, her response was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I got to go. She was living her life. And she left him at the door. You might get left at the door. And you have to understand, like, listen, your mental health issues and what you go through mentally, not your fault. Not your fault. Unfortunately, when you're going through shit mentally, there's a lot, you know how sometimes you pick up the short straw? Yeah. It's a lot of short straws for you, sis. Because whatever you, what happens, whatever you do with your mental illness and the decisions you make, although it's not your intention, but that's just how you react mentally to what you're experiencing internally, you know, everybody on the outside that doesn't feel how you feel or experience your experience is not going to receive it that way. So you have to understand that. That's when you have to catch a grip and take response, not take responsibility, but just own what's going on with you. This, unfortunately, is something that you might experience. It's not your intention. You didn't mean no harm, but it is what it is. You're going to have to take that, just like Daniel. I'm going to call him Daniel for now. Dennis, whatever his <laughs> name is. That's what he had to do, and he had to turn around and walk away. Who knows how he dealt with it, but if you're in the proper mental care, consult your therapist consult your spiritual advisor or whoever is helping you along the journey and so that you'll have some type of support going through it do not just walk away and act like this man never existed because that's gonna fuck you up 
you need to go ahead, confront that, see what happened, hit him up. Hey, big head. If he don't respond, girl. Then you move on to the next. Then you move on to the next. So with that, I think we're going to get ready to end the people's podcast. We got five minutes left. Do we have final thoughts? Yeah. Um, if someone, I could find mine real quick, but if someone has theirs, they could go first. <clears throat> My only final thought is that God was real. Um, and that, um, this Sunday, the Reverend's sermon, um, was basically that, you know, sometimes you need to let go of some baggage in order for the goodness to come into your life. Mm-hmm. And this week has been a testimony. Well, my week has been a testimony to that. Um, literally the exact moment that I let go of some dead ass, rotten ass, dirty ass, dog ass baggage. Like it's like the heavens opened up. And he was like, oh, I was wait- I've been waiting for you to do that for a long time now. And God has been blessing me um, exceedingly abundantly. Um, and I'm just grateful. I'm thankful. If anybody out there, um, I-, I don't care what you believe in, the universe, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it may be, like, whatever you're holding on to right now, whether it's a person, place, thing, thought, ideology, whatever it is, let that shit go if it is toxic if it is problematic for you please let it go because i promise you if you've been waiting for a breakthrough or you've been waiting for some good shit to happen you've been waiting for quote unquote your time everybody around you been winning and you wondering when your time is coming i promise you all you got to do is let that shit go and let it go for real don't let it go like with your words but with your heart you still holding on to it like tug of war like you right at the end and you about to lose but you still holding on just go on ahead and give up go ahead and let that go because god is waiting there's a barrier around you of of stinky toxicity it's like it's like with the with the skull and bones is around you until you let that shit go nothing and I mean nothing, no goodness will come to you. No, no, no breakthroughs will come to you until you let it go. Amen. I feel you, Joe. You have a final thought? Let it go, child. That I'm just still fizzling in my heart. Because hmm. it's a word. It's real. God is real all the time for real for real like he real like if you've been questioning god i promise you he's real like he real for real i feel that you don't know me you only know what i allow you to know um i guess this is in honor of uh i guess the topic that we spoke about today um People tend to think they know how you feel, um, but they don't know at all how you really feel. They don't know your inner thoughts. They don't know your inner being. Um, They just assume to know or think to know how you really feel. And at the end of the day, it's up to you to translate it in a way whereas they have a better understanding of you. Um, I said something a while ago um, on my IG 
whereas it is um, my father once said um, if you don't what is it I can't remember um, don't raise your voice raise your Argument. Raise your argument. I mean, you can say a lot by raising your. You can say a lot by raising your argument, and that's because, like, yo, if you raise your voice, a lot of things can be mistranslated and misconstrued. But if you raise your argument and say it in a tone where people understand it, then a lot can be understood. So rather than raising your voice, just be more knowledgeable about your argument and be very, very understanding of those that have said what they said. No doubt. Um, my final thought, I think I just found it and then I turned my phone off, which is not good. Um, this I had to pull from the, the archives. Um, and I think this goes back to our conversation and especially to the point that I was trying to make earlier is that you need to understand this. You can sound confident and have anxiety. You can look healthy and feel like shit. You can be happy. You can look happy and be miserable inside. You could be good looking and feel ugly. So be kind because every person is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. And I think that is very, uh, I think it's, it's the, there you go. You are, a, I don't be wanting to do it, but y'all be calling me at the source. It's very <laughs> fitting, um, to what I, you know, the point we were trying to make earlier about Miss Carrie is that, you know, although she looks like she has it all, although she looks like she has it all together, she's a human being, as we all are. We all put it out there, like, not we all, but most of us might want to make sure that we look okay to the outside world. But we have our own feelings on the inside. And I think it's very important that we remember to be nice to people. My, my grandmother and my mother, actually my family has always taught us something since we was little. Cost you nothing to be nice. Cost you nothing to be nice. And that is one thing that I want people to understand on social media when they comment on people's things or when they put certain things out there to be shady. Why do you want to shade somebody? So Why do you want to make somebody feel bad so bad? You know, it costs you nothing to be nice. And if you have nothing nice to say, just be quiet cost you nothing to be nice because at the end of the day the sensitivity that you want somebody to show you you should be showing to your neighbor treat people how you want to be treated and that's all i have to say well thank you for tuning in to episode 29 of the people's podcast tune in next week see you soon bye y'all peace